What's up everybody? Welcome to the deck. We're having hard kombuchas today. Uh, no, just joking. No carnival parking number 46. No carnival parking is normally a shit show and I would say that um, this is right on par with the rest of the no carnival parkings. So um, this one was actually shot while the comedians of the compound show was going on in the dojo. So a bunch of people just cycled through, um, sat in chairs, left, did their sets, came back, uh, hung out in the room. So like I said, um, kind of a shit show. There's probably 10 different conversations going on during this podcast, um, but there are also some, uh, let's say, experienced comedians have some conversations during the end that if you do comedy, maybe you'll learn something. Um, but as always, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Soap Company. It is actually sourced and made in the United States, owned by an Air Force veteran. Um, a percentage of the proceeds go to first responder and veteran charities. And if you get a subscription, your first order will be matched and sent to deployed troops. And once again, that's at HeroSoapCompany.com. You can actually get 20% off of your order by using the code FREETHINKERS with an S. And uh, there's no parabens, no chemicals. You're totally safe to rub it all over your junk or your butthole or whatever you got to clean. So uh, check out HeroSoapCompany.com and uh, enjoy the podcast. Dojo of Comedy East podcast. It's no carnival parking, sir. I'm here for... Oh, yeah, that's what it is. I saw yeah. That's how it happened. Cars will be towed at their own expense. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's great. That's uh, when, I was, for a when I was cleaning this out, I had to move that sign like 20 million times. So yeah. then that became... I was like, guess what? That's the name of the podcast. This is how the podcast just started. It's great. Welcome. Congratulations. Welcome here to No Carnival Parking with Aaron Berg. Hi. So uh, you just uh, sit people down here? <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I accost them in the attic <laughs> yeah. and then uh, force them to Wait, talk. What days of the week does this podcast come out? Uh, we were doing it live every Monday, but uh -huh. then uh, we, you know, COVID or whatever happened. And then. So you haven't, you're struggling to pick up the pieces. We're, this is it. You're, you're our only hope. You're our last hope. You'll get maybe a couple hundred hits. <laughs> and then, uh, it'll Gino, go get in. Are we gonna lose? Are we gonna lose uh, views if Gino's in as well, or does that help us? Do you, do you get views? Hey, what are you doing? I You're doing a podcast? You yeah. didn't tell me you were doing a podcast. Yeah, look at all the video elements around. Oh yeah. hi, hey everyone. Do you see them all? Oh, I didn't realize. And that all the grapes. Where the fuck did all these grapes come uh, from? Larry brings me grapes because my dead mother used to make me eat grapes when I was being cranky. She made you grapes. <laughs> no, she made me eat. I said. How would she make grapes? She would make grapes. She would not stomp on them for wine, so it was oh, like making go, grapes. Hey, look, we got it made. Grapes. I didn't stomp on these grapes. Somebody talk. She's like, I saved these grapes yes. from being made into wine for yeah. you. No, not everybody needs to have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand the allure to it where you think it'll like part and parcel, yeah. add people to your view. But sometimes it's better to just work at one craft. Yeah, mm -hmm. like bartending. Yeah, did you ever do that? I bartended at Harry Hands for a while in Jersey. At the Harry Hands. You at the Harry Hands. You know, I never bartended except at my dad's surprise 40th birthday party. Really? Yeah. 
I never put a rubber band around my dick and have my mother and aunt show up. I did that many times. <laughs> once my mother and aunt showed up. but uh, Isn't once more than enough? Yes. <laughs> my aunt, however, was impressed by the size of my schlong. <laughs> and that's nothing to brag about. No, really? Watch what it. did your aunt watch think it. about size watch of your this. dick? Watch this. I'll be you. You be me and say, that's a tiny dick. Okay. You say it. That's a tiny dick. Tell that to my aunt. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's, you're not winning. I'm not winning when I do it. It seems like now your aunt probably knows more about dicks <laughs> than I do. No, she knows No, she knows too much about my dick being her nephew. That's what she Haven't knows. you watched porn recently? That's that? exactly what That's the thing. everyone's yeah, looking for. It is, but it's no, it step is. aunt or whatever. It's like, <laughs> no, no. Really? No, she was my real aunt. Uh, the porn I watch is uh, you, you rent a car. Get right. a hooker, have regular sex, and then rip the condom off and have the hooker shit on your dick. <laughs> Jerk you off. I'm not done. I'm not Viola done. Not done. Mellencamp song. And, right, right, right. Chili dog. And and when she's done jerking you off, suck it, and then you start rubbing it on. She puts it on her tit. That's porn. I don't know what this hand shit is. That's gross. Do you know we watched old 80s porn the other day? You were repulsed. By I was that. not repulsed. I, I I said it doesn't do it for me anymore because I'm I'm desensitized. It was. It's incredibly hot, and nope. it had cool catchphrases like "You suck on this," and I'll, and suck, I'll on suck on, on yeah. this. I don't. I need the story. That, that was, was a story. That was a bad. <laughs> this guy ran out of gas. He nope. was picked up by a girl in a vet. Go on. And that was every young boy's fantasy. And she you takes didn't him grow back. up on eighties porn, so you have this twisted view of women as sex objects. What were Whereas they in eighties porn? Look at women as empowered that they're going to. Uh, titillate and seduce us. So a woman fucking picks you up, goes back to your place and says, siphon gas out of my car like white trash and blows you. That's and then empowering. I go, thanks, auntie. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Aunt Sue. And that's empowering, you say. Yeah. It's not. It's contrived. It's and contrived. then the other part, she fucks the gardener on the pool table. And the gardener goes, hey, you like the dirty gardeners fucking you. you now, like is that, that in now the, it's interracial. In insatiable. Ask me to quote a porno uh, word for word. I can't. Why? Because I'm not in. Because I don't watch pornos Yet anymore. I watch simultaneously. You know that what gets you off is right. a woman fucking a man with a condom. Right, go then on. Pulling that Ripping condom it off. off Say that's not on close her dick. Go on. Rubbing the shit all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sucking his dick. Of course. With which the shit, shit, with the shit and then, then him rubbing the shit on her tits. Her and grabbing her his hand and making him her rubber on his tits. You understand? Like I, I'm at the point in my life where like this is what gets me. You're younger than structure. me. Structure. You know, he likes structure. Yeah. yeah. He knows 80s porn like I'm I'm at the point now where it's just like all right click nope click nope click nope you know that's why he doesn't know any of the storylines yeah I don't. He jumps around too much I like a storyline storylines were important it was part of the build up I feel th- like society's lost that part of the build up everybody wants everything oh, without a doubt. right now yeah. why not have, why not sit on the footstool in your parents' bedroom, slowly pull your cock right, while the story right. In evolved. your parents' bedroom. So yeah. in your life, you've you're not only has your aunt seen your dick, you've jerked off in your parents' bedroom. You haven't jerked off in your parents' bedroom? Not once. You should ever. go now. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it e- that makes it even harder to do. Why? No one's gonna walk in. Do you know how True. scared I was, Jack? And Other I'm, people and live there now. The That's room. what made it hot. I'm Tell the truth. The door would open. I'm going to run into my parents' house where new people live now and be like, hey, I want to jerk off in my parents' people bedroom. People do it all the time. You go, watch. Okay, you're do the you new need people. A mic? Okay. I'm you. Okay. Okay. Hello? Who are you? Hi. Uh, yo soy Gino Bisconti. Yes. Uh, okay, first of all, here. they're Indian people. You oh, want to do that? <laughs> they are genuinely Indian people. I even know their names. Okay. Ruby and something. Go on. Okay, here we okay. go. Yeah. Hello? 
Hello. Oh, it stinks in here. I'll come <laughs> back. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> Don't you want to jerk off in our bedroom? <laughs> no, it smells like curry and Uber. Understood. Right. Understood. Okay. No one Ubers. Hello. Ah, uh, hi, Rufy and uh, Ruby Scoop-a-Nuti. and I forget Jamil, uh, Jamil and Ruby. Hi, Jamil and Ruby. It's me, Gino Bisconti. You remember you bought this house from my parents after they died, and we had no money to take care of anything, so you <laughs> came in and swooped it up at a low Actu- rate, like the like the squabby vultures you are. <laughs> Actually, we bought it from you, Gino. You may forget. Your parents were long dead, and you waited years to sell the house because you were too busy on a drunken cocaine bender. I had no idea. Okay, I've but been you- watching podcasts, and they say I'm flat broke. I didn't know you had house Well, money. I know you live in a meat locker. Did you come here for some ice or something? <laughs> no, I just uh, Storage was, locker. was wondering if I could go upstairs... Oh. Oh, and revisit see? my parents' bedroom, and if it's okay, I'd like to take this laptop in there with me. Okay. This is like in hot water in the attic. Are you writing a new piece? And yeah, it it's a you? laptop ruler. That's okay. what it is. It just look okay, but okay. Do you mind if I just shut the door real quick? Yeah, I mean... Or is it really quickly? But it's really it's really quickly. We're doctors, not uh, English professors, but... Oh, that's a shocker. It, like, I would think that you'd want to sit, you know, in your room, which is right down the hall, you know? No, I need to whack off in my parents' Excuse room. Me? <laughs> I need to go pull my dick right? in my dead parents' room. Right, okay, that's... Come it. on your floor so that you people go, wow, where'd we drop all this tabbouleh? <laughs> Sure, come on in. All right. Okay, thanks. there you go. Yeah, all right, that's fine. I'm just going to go jerk off in front of my aunt, so you take your time up there. <laughs> just an Indian thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys all live together as What's well. that? Yeah, yeah, all of us. Yeah, there was three uh, awesome. families in there. It's good stuff. It's a good time, y'all. Gino, you never saw Tracy Zoll's uh, I never watched, like, I didn't watch porno. Like, I, I, I looked at Playboy and stuff as a kid, but I didn't, like, we didn't have porn where I was. You never found I magazines d- at the train tracks? Yeah, but again, that's not... Po- that's not po- What'd you say? Magazines at the train tracks. No. Every guy found, like, dirty found magazines. In the woods. Yep, in, England, in, in the, the woods. woods. So you're saying people would just jerk off on trains and throw the Playboy no, out the window? They would jerk off near the train tracks. So you would go with your so friends. So you're saying a homo. No, you were in the military. You don't know. Like, you were... Yeah, and they'd, hide, they'd hide him in the woods, and then someone else would miraculously find him. Yeah, because yeah, you couldn't take around. porno magazines home. Yeah. You'd but hide him in the you woods. Know, I feel like your experience with porn is not what I expected. I feel like I got it. I was a, I was late to the party. I was late. To, I didn't lose my virginity. Clearly, you still haven't jacked off in your parents' bedroom. That's not a party. That's not a party. Jerking off in your parents' bedroom is weird. It's not a party. So you would. So how old were you when you were jerking off in your parents' bedroom? 12 to 15. Really? Maybe younger. Really? Yeah. I would be Get close too, to your mind. I'd be so terrified of getting caught. I'd be so terrified of getting caught. At that That's age. what he liked. He liked the thrill of maybe getting caught. I'm sorry, Ben. Have fun on Tim Pool. Kill it. Later, Frank. I'll see you soon. Have a good trip. Have fun shredding tomorrow as well. Remember what I said? Drop the plant that seed. I know. So you're gonna yeah. fuck this Indian? That's me. Thing? No. Uh, there was a. Just in my house. There was a dirt bike next to me in that, Chrissy. There used to be a dirt bike next to me, and they cut it out. And I'm like, now I'm just some dick in a stupid outfit. Like, what did you guys? Do? You guys ruined it. Yeah. Well, this is why it's no carnival parking. I had a great new opening joke tonight. Did you hear it? Was it the one you told me about later? Because I was up here signing 800 fucking posters when you were on. Yeah. For the fans. What's that? Yeah. Oh, we love the fans. 
for the children. I'm five. Like you seemed upset about it. I'm five shots in with my love of the children. Are you gonna drive home tonight? No, you're not staying at mine. I'm staying at your place. No, you're not. Deal with it, buddy. Why do you invite me? I'm jerking off in your master bedroom. He's pretending you're his parents. You're his parents now. The two of you. Find a drive. That's how you tell a good friend. Come on, get out of here. You're good. Go. Go home. Mm. Who wants to hop in? Five shots, but you said it was three. There you go. First, no filter. Paul's taking my. I said I just did two, but I did three during the opening set. Ah, that's what it was. That's five. Podcast over? No, we're tag teaming it. Paul's hopping in. Are you tag teaming or tapping out? Can I make a recommendation? So I'm here with a fantastic in hot water team. Gino. Yeah. How'd you do tonight? What do you mean? We did one show. It was great. Okay. We're right. playing with it. Let, let me explain something. Uh, if the poster in front of you, it says comedians at the compound. So this is called a home game. This is called playing with house money. This is called people coming out that want to laugh at comedy. They're not the faggots. Can I say faggot on this? Yes. Yeah, this nigger can say faggot. Now, this <laughs> never gets old to me. Like, you understand? Like, we were talking about this. Like, this is the beauty of comedy now versus a year ago. Yeah. And people like Romanelli, who fucking kept shows going the whole time, like, for all that's going on right now, the people that came out want to be here. They want to laugh. So it's hard to not do well. Watch right. me bomb when I go second. Yeah. Uh, but it's hard to not do. And, and uh, all the people that, you know, a year ago, the, the few small percentage that wanted to ruin the whole show and be offended, they're home. They're yeah. terrified. They're staying inside because they don't want to get COVID. Some woman did come out before you guys got here and said, when does this end? Really? Yeah. Just by the door. Yeah, Might absolutely. have been my date. Yeah, probably. Her? I like the way that Aaron's paying so much attention to all this information about being a comedian. Checking that Twitter. It's yeah. crazy. Is it yeah. blowing up? About this Shane Gills? No. no, I don't know. I was just reading about soccer. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a thing. <laughs> soccer's a thing. Yeah, soccer's a thing. I come nah. from Orlando soccer. Yeah. India. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's cricket, though. That's football. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you could really, the real football game. Did not, soccer not get, great iron football. Did soccer get affected by COVID? Did your football get affected by COVID? Our football didn't. Well, they don't let people in the stadium, but... Well, yeah, well, they didn't hear either, did but you, I mean... Did, you're so into American football. Did you get yourself a cardboard cutout at your local team's stadium? No, was I supposed to do that? You can pay for that now. Oh, no, no, they didn't. they didn't really do that... Uh, they did that at baseball more than football, I felt like. Yeah, I think but it's everywhere, right? Probably. Probably. I'm a Charger fan, so I was very disappointed. That's, once again, that, that their brand new stadium, SoFi, that they, well, I'd say share, but they're actually the bitches that rent it from the Rams. Right. That opened this season. So it's kind of like the Jets and the Giants sharing, right? Yeah, but I think the Jets and the Giants both share it. Like, the, the Rams owner, Kroenke, bought that stadium so far. Kroenke. Kroenke. Yeah. No, you're thinking Kroenke. And then the Chargers just kind of fucking, you know, are the bitches that rent it. Can you, do you think you'd get more pussy if you didn't know so much about American football? American football? You didn't know Yeah, because he, he just goes on about it, and every girl in the room's vagina is, like, drying up. There's one girl here. Well, that's his lady, so... Two if you include... Well, John Hollywood included, yeah, you, yeah. Two if you include Johnny H. <laughs> so, yeah. No. What about you, Aaron? You, you're a soccer fan? No. All right. Does our podcast work? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were on? Yeah. You, were, you, you were very in the moment. Ask me another question. Uh, name one player on the uh, Canadians. No. <laughs> this guy's good. He doesn't miss. Name uh, five porn actresses from the 80s. Marilyn Chambers, Nina Hartley. I knew you'd say that. Uh, Christy Canyon. 
What about the chick in that movie that said, you suck this, I'll suck... That was Marilyn Chambers. Oh, was it really? That's how you nailed it. Seika. Oh, Seika. I saw her at a fucking... I saw her at one of those comic book conventions. Did Jenna yeah. Jameson get in in the 80s? She was all 90s, no. right? Well, no. Boy, I don't know. Tracy Lords, Amber Lynn, Ginger Lynn. How old are you? My age? No, but I had a video uh, that's store. That's what I was I had, a vi- I had a video oh, store yeah, in England. <laughs> and and oh, porn yeah. was illegal, so I made a mint. Yes, it was called Wankers Joe. Yes, thank you. Porn was illegal until we joined Europe. Yep. Wow. We had the worst porn ever. You could just see tits, and that was it. Really? Yes, absolutely. Every porn movie like that fake was like eight minutes. That porn yes. where they're fake fucking. Yeah, well, you couldn't even tell if they were fake fucking or not. Yeah. They the yeah, they did. They recropped fucking vaginas and d- dicks out of it. That's not porn. That's just yeah. fucking, you know, late night TV, which sucks now. This TV was better. But you didn't see porn until you were how old? I, it's not that I, I like had porn magazines, but I didn't watch porn movies. I had no access. Like, I remember I was in South Jersey and they had the. Uh, Spice Channel. Remember right. the Spice yep. Channel? Yep. That's how fucking yep. old I am. Yep. And yeah, but it was all pixel. You Nothing sit there and it's waving like Scramble, this. It's doing the wavy thing. Yeah. Did that work? I was waving them on something else. But it was scrambled. Yeah, I could see that. What? So, in your parents' bedroom? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have a TV in there. He was bedroom. scrambling something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, so I don't think I started watching <laughs> pornos till college. So you're so you're more about looking at pictures and, and, and making the image in your head the same. Yeah, but I, than... I, was, I went to Catholic high school, so I didn't like lose my virginity till college. Except and I... from the guy that right. raped you. He had to change parishes. <laughs> oh really? Did you ever? Yeah, did. did you jerk off to the nuns? No, there were no nuns. At, I went to an all boys parochial high school. Didn't they have nuns there as well? They'd come over from Our Lady of Mercy, the villa, Our Lady of Mercy. So it wasn't like my high school. We had a. I was in a, there was a boys uh, there was a boys in the girls school and we used to jump over the wall at fucking three o'clock in the morning into the girls school and really plow through that shit. Did you really? Yeah. So what did you need porn for if you were allowed to? Rent I had your a video store. School. I was making money. Yeah. While he was in school. Yeah. 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 I remember. I remember when they first started putting stories in, like Aaron. He was like the living so you're you're into uh, Gonzo porn where they just walk in the room and fuck and that's the end of it. No, I no, I like this. Sto- I like a, a story on a guy's dick. No, yeah. that's not that's not a story. What, what that's about, a nightmare. What about uh, stepsisters? Mike Romanelli watched it the other day. Yeah, on our show he requested it as I recall. Yeah. It, was a request. it was a conspiracy. Why, why guys, it was a conspiracy. Yeah, it was like the chili dog. How John Cougar Mellencamp's songs are then changed to just catchphrase songs. He fucked it up. And why do Asian mongoloid girls love to shit on normal guys' dicks? Is she a mongoloid dicks? in that? I think so. I think if you eat shit off a dick, you're retarded. Yeah, I would so say yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. I guess you're right there. Yeah, right. It's not normal she behavior. She didn't eat the shit. She <laughs> slurped it. If if you're saying she didn't swallow a drop of it, you think she's going? She slurped it. To eat would be to chew. Yeah, she ingested the shit. Tell them there was nothing she, to She chew. did slurp. Do you know Paul's famous for shitting himself on yeah. Times Square? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. You shit you yourself on purpose? They gave me a flea enema laxative and made me walk down 57th Street. and, and then a what enema laxative? Flea enema. Phosphosoda. The stuff they give to people before they have a colonoscopy. Oh, really? And, and then Club Soda Kenny locked me in the studio and eventually I had to shit myself. But why'd they yeah. do that? Why'd you have to take it? They was like, oh, we're going to see him shit himself? Yeah. Time. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, was, it was really yeah, fun. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I still want to know how you go from meeting an Asian girl to her eating your shit. How does that progress? I guess you wait. $200? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wait for them to yell at you. Is that your line? You were no, gonna no say? I was going to say. Yeah. A couple hundred dollars. Yeah. A couple hundo? 
Take your soda. So, Gina, you, you caught up with the freaky shit eventually. It was sound of it. <laughs> what are you doing? Excuse me? <laughs> I'm out here. <laughs> it's Coke, and it's watery at the top because your ice melted. What? I don't even know. Everybody listening can just imagine Podcast. what that was. That was a great time. We'll do it again? You know what, Slurp? <laughs> <laughs> the name of it. Oh, shit, is Kevin Downey here? Yes. Yeah. Sip. 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 All right, we done? Is that it then, Clint? Bobby, jump in. Bobby, jump in. Bobby, talk podcast with this guy. So, Bobby, I hear you're related to John Hollywood. He's a donkey of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe by last name. There's a little His last name's not even spelt like yours. Definitely I just kind of saying. No, I definitely believe. Yeah? Just from talking. I definitely <laughs> believe. <laughs> you're both retarded. No. You're less retarded. Definitely so you're probably only half in his family. It's like a connection. You know? I, I think With your accent blending, do you have the right to call anybody retarded, Paul? Yeah. No, but I'm not in denial like the rest of you people. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I already accepted that fact. When are you going, babes? Yeah. Yay. Oh. Yeah, but that turned a ton. So, Gino, Gino, how are you feeling oh. right now? What's that? How many drinks in do you think you are right now? I know, I shouldn't have. I thought Gina was having a night off drinking. I uh, I was, and then fucking the fans he, came, and I did Look three. at him, he's not having a night off of yeah, drinking. Yeah, I did he three early and two in between. Yeah. Oh. But I'm not driving him. No, yeah. First okay. thrilled, I'm going to be sleeping in on his fucking spare bed. On his brand new house, you're going to fuck that up? I can't wait to shit all over the fucking yeah. place. You should go, <laughs> go jerk in his room. Yeah, Ooh. who does that? You ever jerk off in your parents' room, Bobby? Not my parents' room. See? Yeah, in I've college, never done that. though, I used to play this groom game with my roommate where I would try to jerk off if he was asleep, and that would be one point. Jerk him off if he, if no, he was No, jerk oh. myself off without that's waking him up. And if his girlfriend was sleeping over, that's two points then. <laughs> and if you're getting in her, in her mouth, that's three points. When I first jerked that's off... Four-pointer. That's a four-pointer. When I first jerked off, my mom came into the room at the end of the week and said, why are your parents... Your, your sheets stiff like a board? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know. She was so prim and proper. The, the, the 25-pointer is if you get it on the ceiling, he rolls without a doubt. Opens his mouth and <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> like, without a doubt. It's like... Jer- 25 points. Right. And if you jerk off and then three hours later it hits someone in the face falling off. If you've got that thick, <laughs> that thick cum, you have to time it. That's okay. the stalagmite. See, this is what comedy is. Stal- stalagmite actually goes from the bottom. So but stalactite. Yeah, yeah. But, but mite's a funnier word than tight. Yeah. It that really is. is. So you say stalagmite because your brain just says muh. It's, it's funnier a, than tuh. It's a stalactite mm. if you hit a That's virgin. Why. If you hit a virgin girl, it's a stalactite. <laughs> yeah. Maybe stalactite would have worked, but I'm going to stand by my answer. Cause Anyone who's been married for more than 10 years knows that nothing's tight anymore. That's true. Right. You, you're a married guy, Bobby? No, I'm single. Oh, Very shocker. Single. Yeah. Ready to mingle. Yeah. You and Gina are going to go out in the pool. Which one's the wingman and which is the... Uh, which one of you two is the catch when you go out trying to get some puss? If I'm drunk, Bobby's the catch. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm usually drunk. <laughs> so How? Bobby's usually the catch. I usually do the catching yeah. and not releasing, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. That's yeah. how I score. Whoever gets me has something she's about to catch. So wh- which one of you fucks the... There's no release. No. Which oh, one of you fucks the 250-pound girl? Me. And then who, chick, me, know. I was a lineman. And, and who fucks the fatter one? <laughs> I, fuck, I think I fuck bigger than 250. in the city who has the bit about uh, fat people fucking fat people. He said it never works because like, they're like, the parts don't touch uh, you can put your dick in, but you're not kissing. I don't know. It just cracks me up. I've heard, it, I've heard him say it. Fucking Florentine. Not Florentine, God forgive me, because we're with him. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jay Okerson did a bid once. Where he, said he, h- h- he hooked up with a fat chick, and he was about to fuck her. 
and she had really small tits. So he's like, I walk in the room and she's naked, and for one brief moment it looks like I'm walking towards myself. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. Do you ever fuck a girl who's so big that when you stole her panties you could cut a hole in the crotch and make a t-shirt out of them? Do you ever fuck a girl so... Sounds f- like a dare. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> You ever fuck a chick so fat, she says, wow, you're better than John Hollywood was? <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> I shot a stalagmite all over. <laughs> See? Stalactite wouldn't have worked, I'm Slag, telling you guys. I think gangbanging a fat what chick is cool because you come and dicks never cross because you're so far apart. <laughs> yeah, a few extra miles in between. So are you going to jerk off at Berg's house and fuck no. up his cat? His, his I can't get erections in weird places now. Like, I can in in, in, in dirty places, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to jerk off at Aaron's. No, you know what I mean? Define weird places. Uh, parents' bedroom. A place where it's wrong, not where it's... That sounds know, like the best place to do odd. it. Do it in yeah. somebody's house, though. That's just yeah, yeah. wrong. There's wrong and there's what? odd. Yeah. You know, I can do odd. I, when you're excuse, over yeah, there's... I can do odd. I can't do wrong. I feel like I can jerk off did you ever like jerk off, off at school no. or at the office? No, we never did, but yeah, never me. So. Yeah, that's G- you know, you, you've ever jerked off like <laughs> at school? A school, no. But when I—I no, I don't mean last week. I meant when you were legally going there. When I was a PA, <laughs> I used to always jerk off like in the hotel room of like the fucking guy running the. the like whenever he'd tell me to go get something, I'd jerk off in his sink. I don't know why. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, it was a good time. Whenever I, whenever I stayed in a hotel for like business travel, I always had to schedule. I had to figure out the most times I could jerk off in that hotel room. So I'd like, i jerk off right before dinner at 8.30 and then I got to jerk off right before bedtime. What time was bedtime? I'm guessing 9.30. Yeah. You get it? I do. Well, in England we say wank. We don't even say jerk. You ever wanked, Gino? I have not wanked. I'm not a, not much of a wanker. Wank sounds, wank sounds like you're jerking it the cum doesn't, out of it and not letting it come out. Like, doesn't wank sound like a better thing than jerk, huh? No. Neither sounds like a fun thing. Like I don't want to. Well, be then you're gay. Why should I guess they do it too? Like, like <laughs> yeah, crank one out. Crank one out. definitely, yeah, more. Cranking out the baby butter. You could always go, I'm fucking my own hand. Where's the weirdest place? Well, that's a bit much. Bobby, where's the weirdest place you've uh, jerked off? The drive-in. Cedar Tell them, honey. Yeah. Cedar Point. Cedar Point. <laughs> the amusement park, yeah. You just named a city and that's the Really? <laughs> no, like in the amusement park. Oh, oh, oh. Were you on like the fucking spinning, the spinning ride? Where you uh, the Ferris wheel. Or the one that goes like this. You jerked off on a Ferris wheel? Uh, I had some help. Did, it's a cage, it's a cage oh, Ferris wheel. Did the uh, did did the people at the bottom of the ride like notice this no, happening? No, no, you, <laughs> you didn't like stop spank it one out the side. That would be funny. Right. Spank one out on the side. I thought you were just like. He, he jerked off on a demon drop. I thought you yeah. were just getting, on, just getting on a Ferris wheel and jerking off at the top. I think I you should know. jerk off the top and then get but, fucking people right directly. Imagine spinning and you're jerking and everybody's like, oh my gosh! Like we're yeah. used to throw up, but not come. Yeah, exactly. Was that, yeah, exactly. Like you, you're like, oh, I think I smell bile. But then like all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, it's really sticky and See, runny. See, his generation, it's okay to jerk off. How old do you think he is? He's been jerking off. No, how old do you, how old do you think he is? <laughs> he's how young. old is he? He's jerking off. That's yeah. how old. He's a young guy. In his generation, the rules change. Like me and Joe Curry. How old are you? We well, can't we can't jerk 49. off in anybody's 49? apartment. Are you fucking with me? No. Yeah. He looks 49. I don't look 49. I look like... F- I'm very confused by his age. I'd believe him no matter what he told me. Like, he's a very... I could, I'm a minority I could, woman. I could buy you... I could, <laughs> 
I could buy you at forty nine. I I could buy you. I could buy your forty nine or fourteen. Like I, like you have I'll, a keep your fucking fantasies out of this. I'll, I'll see you forty nine yeah. and lower you two. And ha- wait, how old are you? Oh my god, I'm old as fuck. You are? Yeah. Well, he was talking. I mean, he has. He's. He's got. He's been like around the world and back. Yeah. Two and masters, yeah, yeah. No Federal Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, uh, the funny thing about it is jerking off. I was telling him on the side. I. You guys caught. were discussing jerking off over yeah, there? Yeah, because we thought just that was on the, the side. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just on the side. Or on the top. Thing. And I said, you know what? I got caught jerking off by my girlfriend's roommate in their apartment. I thought the room was clear. I thought the apartment was well, clear. Well, that's what we all think. <laughs> right. And I blame her. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, now's my chance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, that's a good point, Joe said. Like, you think... Uh, what did your girl think? Like when she, she laughed, I called her. Okay. I called. I called her and told her what happened. You called her. I just called, called jerking off yeah, by your roommate because I didn't want her to hear it from her. Yeah, like, yeah, because then, you, then you, she could have made you pervy. And yeah. Like, oh, you, should, you ever, you ever like at a dinner party at like a really rich house, and you're like, I, I'm gonna tell him I'm taking a shit, but I'm definitely jerking off in this house. <laughs> <laughs> you ever be driving down the road? I have jerked off into a chip packet. When I was 18, on the way driving home. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> well, I, no, I, and I was driving. It wasn't. Yeah. I didn't. Fuck I, him. I didn't I pull over for this. You gave yourself and a road handy. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I, in England, salt and vinegar chips is like really popular, and that okay. shit stings your balls. Let me fucking tell you. <laughs> Where you put it in the bag? Yeah, you put it in the bag so you don't come all over the car. <laughs> <laughs> Like those new, those new like jalapeno cheddar. Oh chips. fuck that! Yeah, that would be even worse. Oh my combination God. of stinging and oh orgasm at the same. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I was literally talking about jerking off with Ben Gay the other day. I fucked a shampoo bottle one time and only once, because the fucking shampoo you, goes right in the tip you of your fuck the sh- shampoo you, bottle. I'm I'm just gonna be honest. They're not that big. The whole they are if you go to Costco. I mean, oh, I still, I still jumbo. feel like that. I mean, it was tight, you know. You I'm married, fucking. I don't get tight very often, so you have to take what you can get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh yeah but God. once you get through the hole, it's not. No, it's but the fucking it's all, it's all about the. But it's, but it's the shampoo going in the tip of your cock that I'm oh, talking about. Like, that bitch stings like a bitch. Oh, so you're yeah. just sticking. You're just. I'm in the shower and I'm looking. I mean, do you ever, you ever sit and? I mean, you married? You're not married, or a girlfriend, or whatever. Kirkland bottle. Right. I, I, tell me you haven't looked at, If you're married I don't know if you're married But when you're well, married You look around the house For something to fuck When no, she's out his generation Don't get married No I don't I don't. They don't I get don't, married No I'm divorced I have a flashlight in my house And I'm bored with it already I've experienced in my age I tell you Really I'm divorced Six year old daughter Ma- Marines Marines, yeah. Oh my, yeah. He's he's seen some shit. Yeah, some PTSD yeah. going on there. PTSD. Yeah, yeah no, just he, just from shampoo, the marriage. I mean, from, just, yeah, yeah, from shampoo bottles. Yeah, from fucking a shampoo bottle. But so you ask your question. I mean, I don't look for shit to fuck around the house. I mean, I jerk yeah. off. But yeah, yeah. I mean, have I you ever fucked? You're, you're twenty years behind that's me. Like, that's why thirteen-year-old like shit. Like we stick. No, it ain't. That's a marriage shit. Yeah. Couch cushions Joe, or something. No, coming to the stage right now, Joe Curry. You know, it's funny, like, uh, during a power failure, I, there was no, you know, there's, there's no computer, so I jerked off to a magazine, and it's like, you feel like Lincoln now, you know, yeah. because... You know, <laughs> you're like this, then you have to turn a page? Yeah, you're That's trying to move are. the page yeah. to make a move, because you're so used to getting all the fucking porn that you want yeah. anywhere. You'd have to go into that, you, you know, you, you go into the fucking store that, uh, with, the, with the, sh- the stuff in the back and stuff like that. There was one time um, I was working a club out in uh, Pennsylvania, and he had two fucking... Uh, Porn stores, like dueling right. porn stores. So I go into one Do of the booths, and I don't know one of these guys that, j- that jerk off in the booth or anything. I'm just watching it. All of a sudden, th- this 
this door slides open and there's this guy grabbing his dick. And I I don't I don't know what to do. I it was the funniest and most disgusting thing I've ever seen at once. I go to a fucking run, do I punch him in the face? You know, because if I get arrested now I can't do the get and I'm I'm just looking at it, I go, what the I go, slide it. I'm like, what are you telling me? What signal are you showing me? Yeah. yeah. Well, was, no, some of the but some of those guys are like over the top creepy. I, mm-hmm. I was waiting. I was waiting outside of uh, Port Authority, no. like early morning. I bet you were. It, no. I, I was. I was like. I was. I decided. <laughs> I decided to get an Uber because I'd missed my bus and it was gonna be an hour. And I was like, I'm just gonna go to Jersey in an Uber. So I'm waiting there, and some dude just starts making small talk. First, it's like about the weather. I was like, There's something off about this. Whether you suck him off or not. And then, and then all of a sudden, he goes. He's got this like heavy accent. And he's like, yeah, He's like, you you like at the Peep Show. And I was like, I was like peep, I was like peep show. I like, I literally had no idea what a fucking peep show was. And then he goes, uh, he goes, I go in there, and he goes, uh, I like, I like uh, the blowjob. I was like, you like to watch blowjobs? He's like, I like to give them, I like to get them. Yeah, he's like, I'm open minded. And he was basically pit. This was his pitch on like how to get, how to get me to give him a blowjob. I was like, dude, get the fuck away from me. Did he give dude, him five stars on that Uber? Yeah, I was like, get the fuck away from me. I'll meet you there. No. Yeah, but anyway, so it's uh, it's just yeah, they, the, they're they're creepy. They're a different type of guy who like go who goes and jerks off in those. Yeah. They're like I, I don't know. So you're much opinion. younger than me and, and me and, and fucking Joe. So here. that's where you I, guys spend time. No, I just Joe. Do you ever get like a porn bag from one of your friends and like half the pages start together? Uh, no, but I did find one at a fucking uh, the uh, Holiday Inn up in Poughkeepsie one time. I actually do. A, I actually do a joke in my act. You guys are talking about finding porn in the woods, and you look down and it's like, holy shit! It's like the porn fairy dropped yeah, it right. off. You yeah. know, it's this day. She's a day dancer. You know, mm-hmm. cigarette burns on her wings and shit like that. And I like, s- here you go, jerk off. I stole a porn mag when I was fourteen out of a store in England, and I hid it in a tree. And the next day, it was fucking gone. Wow. And I never got to look at it because I just stole it, hit it, and I'm like, the next day, I'm getting this porn. And it was fucking... How do... F- porn has a way of being found in the woods. Oh, I, don't yeah. know, I don't know how people oh, yeah. find... You bury the shit, and it's gone the next day. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you find it just walking. Yeah. Just walking. But, but we are a different generation. My, my people, we're a different generation. My people. We, we're white. What people. are you? My, I'm 30. I guess I'm... I don't know. I feel like, <laughs> so I guess I'm a millennial technically. Right. Uh, Those I words hate, I hate me. that because I actually think the cutoff is a little bit later. I was born in '88, but I like I feel like I'm different than my sister in a lot of ways. Like they're the fucking. Well, she's got tits and a vagina, and she's '93, uh, <laughs> born in '93, and mm-hmm. so. Uh, but like when I went to when I deployed, there was a hard drive with like, mat like gigabytes and gigabytes, I don't know what the terabytes right. were, the porn, and that passed around the ship, and that's how we, we all got, but there was no magazines. Who's got the fucking ship. hard drive? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's <laughs> jerking off yeah. the yeah. hard drive? And, and then, like, because it got passed around, so there, was, there was multiple hard drives. They all got passed around, and then all of a sudden, like, pictures of somebody's wife got oh, on of course there. and then that that's when sh- that's when the shit really falls but the, apart. you know it's amazing like, every time you know you could go all right i'm looking for old western threesomes doggy style nine things come up right you know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah do you remember well, when, I, remember, I don't know if you had a computer when it was like in the 90s when it was kind of new and not many people had them but the porn used to come down like this on the modem like fucking gradually come down and you're like please be at least be hot and you get halfway down and then tits you're like this is fucking great yeah, and yeah, it goes yeah, and yeah. it just gets here and you see this like little Napster. you see like a little lump here and you're like ah it's probably a knee and it goes and there's a fucking dick and yeah like, yeah Fuck. I, I just spent 19 cool. minutes waiting for a transsexual picture yeah, to come exactly. and I'm like you know I might as well jerk <laughs> off to it because I wasted all the cost 19 dollars on the phone to call for <laughs> yeah, yeah in those early days when it was yeah. dial up to yeah. download your Napster well, in America stuff, you had you had to be right the first yeah. time you right had to get a good video you know what I'm saying 20 minutes either way yeah not even the videos were so shit resolution where you're like 
is that you'll take tit? you'll take you'll take anything you'll right. take scrambled point you'll take you'll yeah. take anything yeah, whatever right a tit, whatever whatever you can get you're sitting there with the tv and you just mistuning it because as they said the, the trick was to mistune it a little bit and it would stay still you'd be yeah. like oh and then blur you're like oh yeah fuck. but yeah that that was the trick man like when 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 for, for cable first come out you're yeah. coming out you know you only had cable in the living room so you're trying oh, to yeah. jerk off before your mom wakes up you yeah. know and it's you like, were one of those rich families that had like more than one tv i know i wasn't no, until yeah, i was one, like 12 one, and ca- then I- one cable box one yeah. cable oh, box. Oh, so you okay. had to uh you come home at night, you make sure she's asleep, and then you get to you get to business. You put it on, make sure it's low, and now you got the light on. Now you can't tell if somebody's coming down the hall because the mm-hmm. fucking light's on. You know, yeah. you, 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 you do anything to jerk off, you know? <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, and they finally got me a little TV because I needed it with the computer when I was like 14 or whatever. Right. You'd, you'd sit there with the volume turned down, and you'd be sitting like this close to it, you know, right. hoping the light doesn't reflect through like the window and back into their window, right. you know? But uh, yeah, it's fucking... It's just so weird. It just seems like... The technology everybody's grown up with now compared to what we had. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We I didn't, mean, we had a hunt for it. We didn't have, well, f- obviously not Facebook and all that shit. Yeah. But, you know, only the nerds. When I was a kid, we had the computers. I was a nerd. So I had a computer, and it was like a, a niche thing. Now, fucking homeless people have fucking smartphones. Uh, yeah. You know? You ever see the guys so got the fucking, these begging. With yeah. an iPhone and a and a North Face jacket, and he's got a better iPhone like, than anyone else. I don't have else. this shit, you know. Uh, give me yeah. the money, you know. You know, you're, they they really doing better than everybody. You know, I see a homeless guy; he's got zero. I've got five grand in debt. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah, he should true. be giving me money for Christ's yeah. sake. Yeah. But yeah. I thought you were talking about technology as it fucking pertains to masturbation. Well, that's what we. Oh, yeah. That's how this started. But yeah, isn't yeah. It interesting. Yeah. yeah, we had magazines we found in the woods. That's what we. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying yes. to separate the ma- the pages without ripping off the pussy part. I think I heard this a minute ago. I bought. <laughs> I, <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> I bought yeah. a penthouse. I didn't stand up tonight, did you? Oh no. Okay. No. I bought a penthouse. Oh, oh, you actually did that. But that joke you were talking about on stage, because literally what we were talking about was the worst. When I was in, <laughs> when I was in junior high, I bought a penthouse off this guy for ten bucks. Ten bucks was a fortune. Yeah. But I but but I, I laid out the ten bucks and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm and then as an adult, I'm going. I'm like the penthouse is six bucks. I'm like Jesus Christ, I could have waited. Yeah. <laughs> huh. And it's so good when you got it though. You're like, damn, look at that. Now, look at those, looking at pictures. Oh, yeah. Hustler was well, like jo- s- also the jokes. Hustler was, was too hysterical. much. Hysterical, hysterical. He had the laughing urinal and stuff. <laughs> the cartoons were great. I remember like like Rod, Big Dick Rod. Yeah, yeah. He ends up doing a scene and the girl's pussy's all pushed out. And he goes, "Okay, Rod, now push it back in." Yeah. <laughs> then you had Chester the molester. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first porn magazine that I stole had a white and a black girl doing lesbianism, right. and the caption was, "Ooh, look, it's still pink inside." <laughs> There was one in Hustler called "Let's Go Fly a Kite." Oh, Jesus, takes Les and off. You know, it's funny because they all had they would be they would be hairy down there, and they knew they oh were getting their God. picture taken. Do you remember when like Demi Moore? You, know? you remember when like Demi Moore did like Playboy, and it was fucking Bush was like holy cow. And you know what? When I was a kid, when I first saw my fu- my first Playboy magazine, I thought pubic. I thought they put it on there because right. they didn't want to see the pussy. They're censoring it with like a Brillo pad. The censor put it on. Yeah, it looks like a microphone on a windy day. Yeah. You know those things? Those hairy fucking mic yeah. things? Oh, you remember? Yeah. yeah. Windscreen. Yeah. The, the, uh, I don't mind it, though. I mean, you had to take your time with a hairy well, one. You, where did you grow up? We grew up in the Midwest? Process. Wet and spread. I did it in the South, like Tennessee or South Carolina, some shit like that. No, but where did you grow up? That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. He's telling us what states he's jerked off in. <laughs> no. well, I've probably jerked off in 46 states. Well, I gotta give you, I, I've done countries, but uh, Fra- France, Italy... 
England, obviously. America, I see Canada. Like a, a shot of your cum and then the map of Europe. <laughs> just the, cum, the cum just traveling across the map of Europe. Everywhere you splashed your sauce. Did you, <laughs> Pat, did you ever jerk off in your, your parents' bedroom? That was a question. My parents' about, bedroom? Yeah. No, but I did have sex with a girl back there, and I, and I gave her uh, ass to uh, ass to. I guess I gave her mouth to ass. Oh wow! Mm. No, I didn't no. give her. I didn't. Ah, thank you, sir. That, that's good. That, was that when they were just out for the night and you had to w- watch the clock, or were no, they the, gone? The reason was is that their bedroom had a, had a, like a view from the window of the driveway. Oh, so you okay? Yeah, so we'd be in there. Yeah, I, I had, mean, kind of gross too, though. I never, yeah, if you got a bent over facing out the window. That's bizarre because you haven't come out the closet yet either. <laughs> I, that's that's borderline like fucking kidnapping. At that, point, isn't it? that could be. He could be in some serious trouble. Get in the closet. Don't say anything. All right, John, you want to swap in here? Because I gotta go. No, no, no. Put back. Finn, it's you want to go back on? Sure. All right. I'm gonna book out of here. I gotta go. I actually, do a comedy show in my car. Okay. Yeah, fucking. Comedy show in your car. Uh, good luck with that. No filter, Paul. Everyone, no filter, yeah, Paul. No, nice seeing you, Joe. Nice Take care, pal. So be well. Car comedy's going to do. <laughs> you do a Zoom show. You do a Zoom show. I haven't done. I, I've been, I haven't. I have. I I've been lucky enough where I've done them, but they wanted a panel, so I'm like, oh, thank God. Panel I've done. Yeah, panel but not I don't stand up. I don't know how much I would enjoy something like that. It being completely not stand up and everything. Yeah, yeah. I. The only cool thing about it is, though, you do get some exposure to people you don't think you would normally get exposure to. Like, there's an old... T- no, I'm serious. I'll tell you why. Wait, I thought you passed on hosting. <laughs> no, no. I, well, I'm sitting in. I'm not hosting. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. But you're not on mic. You, people can hear you. So, um, okay. I've gotten exposure to people that I never would have. Like, there's um, uh, uh, Mitch Hedberg's opener. Uh, uh, his uh, his wife? No. <laughs> no, yeah. the, no, the guy he opened for him, like, all over... Um, his name I can't is think Richard of his name. Chastler. Uh, did he used to break cigarettes from people? Like, like did he borrow a pack of cigarettes out of the audience? I'm I saw not, that guy. I'm not sure. Rich Chancellor, I got to meet him through this. I got to meet an old-timer like Perry Kurtz. Perry started... You know him? No. Oh, Perry started... I'm just laughing. They can throw out these names. And we don't no, know. no, no, no. The point is, it's like none of us would know these people. Right. But no. like, they're, they're like really old-time... Like they've been in the business forever. Oh, Perry Kurtz, the horror. He kind of, is horror, yeah. Uh, and, he's been, and he's been on like all the TV shows and stuff. Right, he's been right, on right. Late night stuff. No one would have known who he was if it wasn't for the Zoom stuff. Right, it's, right, it's right. Someone yeah. take the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did something called drive-up comedy. My buddy uh, John LaRocchi was doing it when it first started, and and you drive and you drive up and you roll down your window and you do your set. It was pretty funny. It was pretty cool. I don't know if you you were in yet. a car. Telling your jokes? Yeah, yeah, you pull up. You w- we're all waiting on our cars, all the comics, and then you pull into the driveway, you roll down the window, and you do your set from your car window. So are they like in a field right there? Yeah, well, there's, it's actually them? video. We were doing it video. There was, oh, no, okay, there was okay. no audience. We were ju- doing a video. Right. And we did this We did this when it, ju- it just started in, oh, Christ, April, I think, last April, you know? And it's am- it's amazing. I hope I hope this shit's over, man. How, you how do you know when, you're, when your set's over? Does the guy behind you start honking? Uh, you were there. That's <laughs> 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 you know, you know, you know, and it's not, that was, it was fun. To, it's you know, I tell you, it's amazing the ingenuity that comics have had, um, getting shows out and doing shows. I think more so the musicians, because musicians are just as hungry to do live stuff. But I, I, I think due, due to the nature that it's easier to do stand up than get a band or do you know get levels on you know on guitars and stuff that uh, comics have been doing it. You know, plus they can record. Yeah, 
you know, at it's home. Perry Kurt. So he, he name drops every three seconds. Ah, that guy. Yeah, the guy that name drops. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Name dropping comedy. <laughs> yeah, drive drive in comedy. It was, uh, not drive through like you're doing, but like Colin had that whole show, that whole movie about it's a drive in theaters, mm-hmm. which is another ingenuity thing. Yeah. Which you would think like, the fuck, how could that work? But like you said, you know, anything to do a show. Yeah, I, I tell addicts you, will get their fix. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tell you one good thing is a guy uh, on Long Island, Steve Rocco Perillo, a comic. He's been doing these workshops, and it's just wor- workshops, and um, it's just comics and uh, a piece of paper. All new stuff we're working on, stuff like that. And the great thing about it is when we went into this last year, if, you know, sitting at home and living normal, because you know we live a little differently than the regular people. I'm like, wow, I'm home every night watching. I do. I really want to do this. You know, get back on the thing. And the simple thrill of going with a new sheet of paper, writing stuff down, the thrill of the chase doing it, and also the camaraderie of hanging out with the other co- I'm like, definitely, definitely. And it's been very beneficial. I mean, I've been doing these these compound shows, and you know, I'm trying to win Ant's audience over and stuff like that. And the first six minutes I'm doing is stuff that I wrote at these workshops. So it's been very beneficial. So, you know, guys that are hungry will do them, and the guys that have been trying to figure it out once we officially get back full capacity, booking avails, all that other stuff, I think the guys that really put an effort in during this will be the guys that are really off off, uh, off and running. There's going to be a whole generation of comics who doesn't know live audience stuff. Can you imagine somebody who started during this time? Yeah. My first time on stage, you know, summer 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's going to be interesting to see a lot of those newer Zoom comics trying to perform for live audiences because there is that fan. You're going to be fine, Hollywood. No, not me. No. That fan uh, was was like coaching and bringing these new comics in. I don't. That fan. Uh, Who's name dropping now? Mm. Perry Kurtz. That <laughs> fan. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not people We're that are bragging. important. They're not important that fan. My point being is. Um, there's a lot of people doing Zoom who think they're comedians, and until you're in front of a live crowd, I don't think that's going to work. I, I think they're going to really crash and burn. Uh, yeah, a lot of guys that are used to you know talking, you got you know, because they see the material, you know, and they're not used to getting a laugh right. or whatever when they go up in front. Of, plus, your pacing is totally, totally different. This will be the most harmful legacy of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you know you'll you know it's like anything else. You start when we start getting back live. You'll start weeding guy you know yeah. guys like that out. I never stopped. We didn't. St- I mean, Clint, did you stop? As soon as they let us back out in July, everybody was like really underground. I start. I started um, the last. I think the date everybody can agree on is the last date anybody worked was the week of March 14th last year, right. when it, you had your reveals, you had your thing, and then you know st- started to you know get back into it. And I was um, I was working on Uncle Vinny's when Uncle Vinny's uh, first opened back up, and I was I was all over the set. Levy sitting, I go, Bob, I you know, I, I, I did I do okay? Yeah, I go, I was just all over because you didn't know because the problem was is not only did um, the 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 COVID situation. Situation, but with um, the George Floyd thing, and everything, the world changed. So you're getting back on stage. Your act that you did in March may not be acceptable in going into September. You know, and I'm freaking out because I'm trying to get everything down because my next scheduled set uh, was opening Fat and Ferrari Mohegan Sun. I'm not name dropping, but it's <laughs> but but name drop. Yes, yeah. was opening for Bobby Tambor at the House of Wings. <laughs> just just as important. 
because you want to go up and you're working this club. You don't want to be rusty in six months when you're working a show like that. So I was doing all these workshops and stuff like that. And because and to find out what's going to work and what's not going to work, because, I mean, the set I do now is different than the set I did back in, in March. Yeah, your yeah. set's funny now. Yeah, that's right. And that's a, that's a key thing. <laughs> it's so weird. The reality of it. I remember the first hour I did after being locked up and COVID and all that, and I lost my voice in about... 30 minutes in, I started it's getting squeaky. My voice was dry. I'm drinking, like, bottles of water yeah. just to get through. Yeah. I mean, right when lockdown started, the day, first day of lockdown, I had just gotten offers from Jimmy Kimmel, Fallon, and Colbert <laughs> all <laughs> on the same day. And now that's gone. Back to that's square so one. Funny. Yeah. So here we I'm are. I'm trying to get one of my venues back. I was literally opening a comedy club on the 27th. We shut down on the 15th. My first headliner on that show was going to be um, – Joe DeVito. I had Martin Shattuck featuring for that show. It was a, really going to be a great show. Uh -huh. And uh, the venue is not there anymore. The place is boarded up. Son of a bitch. I had Who we books all that? stuff. I, yeah. I was. <laughs> yeah, I had my, 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 my schedule just felt like a, a house of cards. You know, I was, I had, you're looking at your paper calendar. I always keep a paper calendar. I'm going, oh, I yeah. Know. yeah. And after yeah. a week, you're like, yeah, Gina, I don't yeah, need yeah, this yeah. anymore. No, I'm sorry. And you put it away. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. You know? Yeah. And you just. We become slaves to filling in the boxes. Yeah. yeah. Right? I got to right. fill in this box. How yeah. many nightmares uh. do you have where you can't find it or you think that it's gone or you didn't put a date in? I don't have oh. that one, but I can oh. see that being. I'll start having it now. Yeah. I And I don't back my dates. I, I was working down in uh, Car <laughs> uh, North Carolina. and. And I lost my, I had my carry bag with my book in there, and I lost it in the fucking parking lot. I was working out at the uh, the comedy club down there, and I we found it, but I lost my book. I have to just essentially wait for people to go, where the fuck are you? Because I had every... Whoever get that fucking phone, let's say you're not booked that weekend, and all of a sudden you get a phone, I know you're always booked every weekend, but then you get a phone call, and it's like, hey, you know, just show starting, you know, just reminding you. Your stomach drops. Oh, yeah, but it's not your show. Oh, I had I had yeah, yeah. one time I, I switched my book mid year and um, I shouldn't do this, but I my book was falling apart and sure enough I get a call from the uh, Dino, the owner of Uncle Vinny. Joe, are you okay? Yeah, Dino, I'm fine. All right, I'm just checking on you. Well thank Dan well you were supposed to be here last night and the show starts in ten <clears throat> and that your your heart just sinks. Because oh, yeah. I love the guy. The guy's been so good to me. I'm yeah. like, Dino, I'm so sorry, you know. So I don't care if my book is in fucking tatters. I'm not doing the switch till the new year. That's, that's, it's the worst worst feeling in the world. I, I wake up from nightmares with that. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So, hey, man, get involved. I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I'm listening to you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Clint is the most mellow dude ever. talking about their... Schedule. They're talking about books. comedy, yeah. jerking off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I missed one show. I used to jump dirt bikes before I did this, and I right. missed one show. And just uh, the dude, same thing, called me the like the next day or yeah. something. I was like, "Fuck." You feel. But awful. that's the only time that's ever yeah. happened. They call you till the next day. Well, you're it, I think, you don't want that to happen. Or maybe it was that know? night. I don't remember, but it was late, and I was like, not making it. It was a dirt uh, bike show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or were you the headliner? Um, well, I I booked the ramps and everything. So nah. without me, there wasn't shit. Oh, man. Yeah. So nobody showed up. Damn. They just didn't have anything. <laughs> like, like the guy didn't show up with the keys. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so let's see what happens, you know. 
hopefully everything gets rolling again hopefully soon who's your favorite guy that you worked with that nobody's heard of joe joe curry oh god um i know there's many many of them i would say uh, let me think that um this guy anton schufert was really really good I worked with him several years ago, and I it was the first time I ever went to, to John Truce in the book in a Booker of Governors, and I said, "You got it. You got to book this guy." And I go, I go, and listen to me. He owes me nothing. He's not doing me a fair. But you know, he you you got to you got to book this guy. You know, and there's so many guys. There's so many guys that are that. Also, another another guy more prevalent than that. A guy that know is Keith Anthony. I don't know if you you're Keith. Love Anthony. Yeah, I know Keith. Keith. Keith Anthony is one of the most brilliant comics out there. He stopped doing it. He went, he, uh, went back to school, got his master's, uh, wrote his thesis, and there was a comedy show last month that he was at, and they asked him to go up. He was like, I don't do a comedy more anymore. Wow. He was one of the most brilliant. Fuck bril- him, then. He, he was one of the most brilliant. He, there was a night at Governor's. Dice was scheduled to be there. Dice calls Governor's three hours before the show and says, I can't make it. I can't make the show. He got Keith to do the show. Not only did he do the show, he got a standing ovation. He's amazing. He got a, you you people ju- there to see dice. People there to see dice. The biggest the, assholes in the world. Yeah, the bi- biggest asshole. And he goes up there and gets a standing ovation. He's deprived a, of their fucking star. And he got a. St- wow. He is. He is. I don't know if you guys ever work. He is a I've comic comic. And he is a, a gentleman, nicest guy ever. He's such. He brings his dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you work with him that night, the, you know, here's where the bar is. Uh, right. And I used to, I used to like uh, when he we used to go um, uh, at the clubs of uh, New York and right. governors, the governors' clubs. Thursday yeah. and Saturday, Sundays are when they do their benefit nights, right? Oh, right? So the benefit nights, you go there and you've got your new material. You've got new material. You're doing eight minute sets. Uh, you're gonna do about maybe three new stuff or whatever. And you would go. And sometimes you'd be tired and stuff like that. It's like I'm just gonna go up, just do my set, and then go back to the bar. And Keith's there. And no, no, no. He just said with the bar is tonight so as a comic it's your your job to get your ass over that bar so he for him just simply being in that show made the show so much better another guy is george gallo gallo brilliant brilliant oh, you know gallo. not gallo gallo <laughs> gallo gallo but is he hanging out with two youths? yeah two yeah. george but, gallo yeah i never understand what he's doing at all <laughs> and what about it is supposed to be funny <laughs> No offense to him, I like the guy. You've, but everything he's doing on stage is just a bunch of beeps. You got, you got to have. Uh, it's loud. I'm not you, wrong, right? No, no, That's you're not. What he's doing, you, you, eh? No, you're not. It's. It, it, he's, he sounds like malfunctioning equipment. Yes, he's an he's an acquired taste, but he's so different that it's you know, and he's you know, and he's always been His that way. Black people stop getting tattoos. Bit is. Oh my god, I I, I couldn't take breathe. that. Black people. Yeah, <laughs> I could not breathe. It was. That's a good choice of words. That bit was amazing. Yeah, you know this guy Peter Hefty. You ever seen Peter Hefty? No. uh, Yeah, he had a he was a fucking horrible ventriloquist, but just like really interesting to watch. I don't know why. Just, I mean, he was so bad at it. You go, I can't believe you went into this. Like, you're pursuing it. He's been doing it for 40 fucking years. Oh, God. There was a guy, there was a guy when I started, and I started years ago. It was like, like Jeff Chips Sab- Cooney. Jeff Sabrowski. Yeah, well, there was a guy, Jeff Sabrowski. And Jeff was really good. And he used to do this this bit, um, arm wrestling with God. And he would, he would say, God, I don't believe you exist. Prove it to me. And then he would do a backflip on stage. 
And sometimes he'd do it fine. Sometimes it didn't work out. Sometimes it was a piano on stage that got in the way, you know. <laughs> Every once in a while. The same act year after year, set after set after set, and you sat and laughed like a savant at it every fucking time. Yeah. It was really, really Chips good. Cooney, you laugh at it every oh, time. Yeah. And you know it's coming. Yeah. You know it's coming. And the thing with, with, the, thing with, with the, the set that he does, if you can do something so ridiculous mm. with a straight face and, and, and with a serious persona about it, and it's so ridiculous, just add, it adds to it, and that's Chips. You know, when he does that and he's... <laughs> Have you seen his new bit, Sharky? No. He puts on a beard, brings out a hand puppet, and starts doing mentor prison. It's just so stupid. Has a little you cheat. Laugh at it. It's just stupid. You can't see his face. This Canadian guy, Leo DeFore. Really big in Canada, apparently. Leo DeFore? No? No. I saw him way back in ninety six or some shit and he would he would do he would always close he would close in an impression. It would either be like Clint Eastwood or Jack Nicholson or ordering from McDonald's. So he was that kind of comic. Ah. But he was so fucking good at it, you know? <laughs> yeah, like those impressions are there for they they work. You know what's amazing comics? <laughs> 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 but it's also, you know, comics that get the uh, sh show from radio exposure, obviously Ant's show, you know, we all exposed. But if you ever go I, I was working in Indiana one time and uh the big theater and there was this guy I never heard of selling out the theater. And I'm like, I never heard of this guy. Oh, he's going to sell out. And he's in Bob and Tom, you know. And those guys that go on that show, like in the Midwest, holy cow, he packed the places out. That's crazy. No, it's huge. Yeah, that's uh, syndicated. You yeah, know, in like over 200 markets at one time, so they were huge. Yeah, I wonder that's, who that guy was. That's the thing about yeah. the Zoom stuff, though. You like people that guys around here wouldn't get exposure to. You're getting exposure to those kinds of yeah. Acts. Now TikTok, he could be a TikTok comic. Ah. Mm. Uh, you know what though, with with the comics like with the comics like that, they're all like all the internet comics and stuff like that. I always thought that when they would have their night at the club and they're headlining the club and stuff like that, you always thought you know it was a bullshit thing. They haven't earned their stripes. They haven't done this. But one of the owners of one of the clubs I work, I gave a great analogy. I and I said well, these guys can't headline. I go, yeah, they can't. They got maybe about twenty minutes. I go, and this is where you and you come in. You barrel clown the show. And he goes, so let them come in. They're going to pack the place. You're going to make money. The girls are going to make money. Gives a shit, you know? So, yeah, you know, there was... following. Yeah, you know. Angela Johnson was like that. She was the first one I remember, the YouTube comic. Remember her? She was doing. She would do the Asians in the nail salon bit. Yeah. <laughs> and now you got another 40, 40 minutes to go. She was yeah. in theaters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, she had, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, fucking, I can't think of the guy's name. From Tennessee, you know? Uh, came to New York. Oh God, Nate Bergazzi. Right. Yeah, he, he was working with her. Yeah, he but, would never say a bad thing about her either. It was always funny because he's probably Is making she a good money comic. He's like, man, you know, she's all right. <laughs> the guy she's you're working with, just being southern. She's paying the mortgage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point. Maybe. Yeah. Well, wow. But uh, I just can't get over like a lot of that internet stuff that's getting hired to headline. I mean, that blows me away. Eh, you know it. You know what though? This this business makes no rhyme or reason. It makes absolutely no rhyme or reason. I still yeah. laugh when Norton had that argument with Nicole Barber saying she was a stand up, and he's like, "You're not a stand up." No, I'm a stand up comedian. You're not a stand up comedian. Brilliant. He's right. She's not. Yeah, you know it. it you, you know it's funny. A lot. I get pissed off a lot of times with these. B-list celebrities, D-list celebrities, they will go. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna start to put a stand-up set together. Like you're trying to find extra cash, you're gonna work for Walmart. Yeah. You can't. You you got you. You have to have this 
ingrained. You can't learn to be a comic. You can learn to be a better comic. Right. You know, but some of these guys that go up there and it's like, wow, this was really tough. You yeah, know, shit. Yeah. Because the problem is anybody could tell a joke. You know, the guy, the guy, the busboy could tell a joke. But, but so people think that, oh, I could do this. But they don't realize what goes into it. Sitting, you know, working up a list, having the balls to go up there, figuring it out, going, all right, I think I can make this work and work and work. Going back up, you know, and, and putting together a, putting together a set. What do you think of new guy? Okay, um, agreed. Um, you can't teach somebody to be funny. You can teach them to be funnier. You can coach them through the material, but they tell, "Okay, I'm going to take a comedy class and be a comedian." No, no, you need to be funny first, then take the class. You can't teach funny. If you have people that are funny and go, "I want to take this and take to the next level," I look at it this way. Um, you know, you say, "Well, we're artists." Well, we are. In a fact, where if you have somebody that's a painter. Okay, and an artist is a painter. You can't learn to be a painter. My brother is a very good painter. I paint stick figures. You can't learn that. You know, it's a skill that you have and that gets nurtured. You know, and and you learn to be better at nurturing people that go up and say, "Well, I'm funny." I mean, look, I, I'll do these workshops, and there are you know there are there are guys that have been doing a little bit. Me, I'm the older guy there. There are some guys that go up that just don't know how to write a joke or what they're doing. And some some guys just don't just don't get it. Right. There are a lot of guys. There are some guys out there that are still doing it that just don't get it. That it just year after year after year. You know. What do you think about guys that come up too soon? Guys that um, two years in and they're like touring and headlining. Um, it depends. It depends on the guy. There, you know, some people are anomalies mm-hmm. where they do it, but sometimes no, it's a pro- it's a problem because they come up too soon and they're not they're not ready. Right. They're I, not ready. I'm of the school that believes like you need to be in front of a thousand crowds before you can really consider yourself a headliner. That you you need to be able to deal with any type of audience situation that could possibly come up because that's what the headliner's there for. Yeah. You're there to deal with You've it. dealt with everything. Yes. You know, uh, like a lot of guys don't want to do bar gigs or whatever. You have to do bar gigs. You have to that's your late show. That's your late show. And you need that skill. You need that skill, you know. I, I and I was telling guys we were doing one of the workshops, and it was one guy that's ah. Oh, well, I get nerve, you know, nerve when there's only a few people. I go, dude. I go, if you want to do this, you're going to be on the road. You're going to be doing a filler night on a Tuesday in in North Carolina, and there's going to be five people in that place, and you got to do, you got to do that gig. Right. And I go, you know, so if there's five people there, you know that, you know that's that's you got to figure that out. Yeah. You got to figure that need, out. You need that crowd experience. And I, I get a kick out of people, you know, headliners. You know, you're the you're a feature. You shouldn't be doing the crowd work. You're the MC. You should be doing crowd work. I've never had a problem with anybody doing anything in front of me. And you're the headliner. Deal with it. You're, that's your job. That's your job. That, that's your job. The other guy's doing crowd work. That's not. I've, a friend of mine got in an argument with an, uh, another guy at a gig because he he's closing and he does he does a lot of crowd work. My buddy does a lot of crowd work. Both are headliners, and mm-hmm. it was a little bit. You know, I'm not going to name names, but there was a problem that night. Right, there was sure. a problem that night. There was a problem that weekend oh. with that. You know. Yeah, man. You know, so you know it's tough. But as a headliner, you've got to you've got to follow. You've got to earn your stripes. And a lot of these guys that come up too soon, you know, if, no you know, hopefully they have the smarts. I mean, there were guys out there that you could see have it. Uh, there's one kid out there. Um, uh, I think it's Bobby uh, Tamboro, right? That guy. Yeah, Bobby. Yes, Bobby. <laughs> also, this guy out in the island. Uh, I think Alex Alvarado. Very funny kid. And I've told two club owners. I said, you better. Look into him and groom him. I go. You could have him in Montreal in three years, no you know, because he's got every. He's he's a Latin guy. He's funny. He's young. He's a kid, mm. you know. And I'm like, I'm looking. I go. One of you guys better jump on him and groom him and stuff like that, you know. Now, and, how do you? 
real, real quick now, you're a young guy, funny, good, you can groom him. How do you feel about the ageist stuff that's going on? Um, it's well, yeah, it's a it's a problem. Uh, it's a problem. I'm, you know, going into the COVID, I was thinking I was a victim of that, you know, because I'm I'm going to be 59 next month, you know. But I I think it's something that you have to deal with. It's part of the business. Right. It's not it's not fair. I mean, my my couple of my friends who you know major major headliners are going through this the same thing. Um, you got to figure it out. You got to decide where you want to go with this. Right. Do you still want to? And that's one of the things like I was saying going into the pandemic. You know, do I want to do this? Do I want to deal with this? And I'm like, just the simple art of writing the set, hanging out and having beers with the guys and laughing. Yeah, that's the thing that that that's the thing that keeps you going. That's yeah, the, that's the frame right. of what we do. You know, that's and, the networking. That's the basis. That's what keeps the mind going. The subconscious yeah. is working on it while yeah. you're doing whatever you do during the day. Yeah, yeah. And it comes out on stage. And if you're and if you're writing and commenting on stuff and you go up and you're working on your act and it's evolving, if you're going up and doing the job, you know. You know, it, there's a lot of club owners. There's a, there's a different thing between club. So there's some club owners that are looking for the next big thing. Mm -hmm. There are club owners that have their audiences coming in, and they just want them to to laugh, and they just want funny funny guys coming in. Mm -hmm. You know, so you have to find who is looking for that, mm -hmm. and who is going to bring you up. But I, yeah, I do believe that as you get older, it's a problem. But it's it's a nature of the beast. Do you find that happens more with the uh, franchise type of uh, comedy venues? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, because they have a whole. They have a whole host of what they're looking for mm -hmm. and what they want. Also, some of the city clubs would have would have you know right. getting into the A portion of the room or who they're looking for. Right. But you know what? It's you know it's part of the business. It's their it's their room. You know it's their, their you know their choice of what they want to do. You got to deal with it. You know. And the crazy part I think about that is the people who are spending money to see comedy are not kids. You're talking like between let's say like forty and sixty. Those yeah. are the people that have the money to come out. Yeah. Do they want to see? young woke comics you know what i mean i i think i think it's gonna be it, in in sh it depends on where the show is located uh maybe in the city where the city is a little bit more um open to that mm -hmm. uh and people are more liberal and want to hear that yeah i do yeah. uh the road i don't think so Me long either. island i know so ohio you know? i know so. yeah right right <laughs> so when you get out like out out of uh, the city right you know, I, I think people are coming to a club. They worked hard. They want to laugh. They don't want to hear it. Um, I, I, I play in a band also, and my band was doing uh, a show uh, at the Knitting Factory. And uh, at the same time was one of these, the hipster comedy show. And I'm watching it, and uh, Big A uh, from uh, the Compound Media, Big A was taking pictures down there. Big A was taking pictures of my band that night. And I was telling uh, Andrew, I said, all right, look. Because I was also at another one uh, where my band was. So I go, all right, I want we're going to time how long it gets to a punchline with each comic. Okay, three minutes, four minutes. Because they're like, my name is Sue, and I like, oh, hi, so yeah, well, you know, and I like the place down the street. You walk down the street, I, I people. All right, right. And you're listening to this. And, and for four minutes, when I was brought up by the elders, my elders, I was told you've got 30 seconds to get to the punch. As soon as, hey, folks, how are you? That The clock, you've got 30 seconds to get to the punch and then keep it moving. You know, mm -hmm. um, the only exception is the South where they want to when they, they want a little bit more about you. But these these this is like four minute setups mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I think the woke comics are going to have a problem, you know, right. a problem if they're trying to get out of the city. Right. You know, because at the end of the day, it's still all about the funny. Right. You know, right, right. so yeah, it's New York is very unique. Uh, East Coast, really unique. And as soon as you get into Pennsylvania, 
<laughs> changes. Yep. Everything is different. Even you know, coastal, even you know, southern coastal, completely different. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, L.A. Yeah, but I find you know I find different. Like when I go when I go on the road, I do fine in the Midwest. I do fine up north. I go the South. The South. I maybe I'm just like that typical New Yorker, and you don't warm up to me. I've always I've always had rough sets in the South. I don't know why, but uh, you know, but I've always I've always had uh, you know rough set. But uh, you know, you always try to figure it out. Well, we're over an hour anyway. Oh, so. That's normally we try to aim for an hour. All righty then. I'll let you close it up. I'm going to go downstairs. Yeah, we're we're down there. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Clint? What's going I'll on? I'll give you that one. What happened? Why are you trying to talk about jerking off now, too? I'm jerking off. I'm jerking off. We're jerking off. We're all jerking off. And it's the late show, The Compound. And what's going on? Nothing. I was just wrap up. It was, a ra- it was a wrap up of No Carnival Parking. Yeah. Without TJ Francis, without Vic Sedeno. Can't wrap it up without the fucking crew. I'm just crunching grapes in my Yeah, mind. we can't wrap alive. it up. What the yes. fuck is up with all the grapes? Hold Why is everybody up. eating grapes here today? We got healthy bag. all of a sudden? Yeah. Natural they vaccine. They heard you were coming. There you go. They heard you were coming. You know, oh, grapes are yeah. the worst thing you can put in your body that are not organic. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that a fact, or you? Just what about heroin? That's a fact. Uh, organic heroin is the best. It's really good. It's actually, it's actually really, really good. It's for really you. good. I don't. Th- I only really do good. And yeah, yeah. That's I only do organic heroin. Kind of the best because I'm healthy. Yeah, it's yeah. better than HGH. And uh, organic heroin spirit. is like an HGH shot. And natural spirit cigarettes. Oh yeah, you do that shit together. Anything natural, dude. South I put Beach in my diet, body, bitches. You'll look like. Schwarzenegger in no time. Where's Vic? He probably bounced. We need him. No, he didn't. He bounced. Oh, boy. Yo. yo we start yo. getting online and they start saying, guys, what are you guys talking guys, about? The government? This has never happened in my life. We're not even live. In my life, I don't give a fuck. In my life, I've never heard Siri. Really? No. You don't have Siri? No, I swear to God. I swear to God. In my, uh, I've never heard Siri talk to me until this moment. Maybe she thinks you're hot, getting hotter. No, she wanted Vic Sedeno. So oh, that's nice. true. I'm getting jealous, bro. What sounded Vic, like Vic is hey, good. Siri that you said? He looks fucking good. Yeah, he does. He's that been losing back weight. back is fucking tight. <laughs> I smacked that back tonight. It was tight as fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's been doing pull-ups, man. <laughs> He's been doing those pull-ups. Prison workouts. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is the end of the episode? Really? Yeah, yeah, it's been a train wreck. All right, time. yeah, you let you let yeah. No Filter Paul take over your podcast, Clint. <laughs> you let no. Let's just let's just dude. And then let's Johnny call Hollywood. a spade. Let's call a spade a spade, TJ. And a Joe line. took you it over. You let No Filter Paul take over your podcast. Yeah, he was talking about motocross, and he said fill in, baby. Yeah, that's what he was doing. No, nah, they were talking about just jerking off, which is always a good topic. I whenever dude out of it, whenever like, dudes run out of topics, you guys jerk yeah. off. Three people had a five-minute, at least five-minute-long conversation. Yeah. Like I'm good with off. that. I just I was yeah. like, I'll just hang out over here. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Mike was <laughs> <Level's> good. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could see that. I'm sorry. You what is, wait? Me. What is this? NCP? Yeah. Yeah. What's up, NCPers? I just want. Is that what you? Use? So yeah, we don't know. We don't call them anything. So basically, we had this show Markers. here tonight. The uh, Carnies. 
comedians of the compound. Um, so I, and we there was two shows, and I was like, listen, I'm at least gonna get the thing set up and talk to some people. So at first, uh, Aaron and Gino sat here and talked, and then um, then No Filter Paul took over. Then No Filter Paul took over. Then Pat Dixon came in and kept making fun of him. Yeah. Oh, good. And then, good, uh, yeah, good. Some good. Some good. Made some good. That's for some was, good radio. Yeah. <laughs> Did we make some good radio so, guys? That was just. Oh and, no, and no. Uh, Hollywood, Johnny Hollywood. He yeah. kept going in on him. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I can't wait. Tensions to were in. a little bit higher than. Pat yeah. wasn't worried about it. He was. Just yeah. Going Downstairs, in. the energy's been great. Yeah. Show this place. Is the I am best. so thankful for everyone that comes here. I just yeah. want to. I just want to get out. I. I, I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much, but I do want to say I am so thankful for every single person that comes to this place from the fans or the people that enjoy the shows, the comics, the staff, everyone that comes here. I am so grateful and so happy and that you guys just want to watch comedy because that's all we want to do is just keep putting, make people fucking laugh. You know? Hell yeah. It was suspicious. And we got to just keep doing it. Yeah, everybody's you know, been awesome. The crowd's been a lot of fun, and I'm just so grateful for everybody involved. That really both good, except for the one time you said something. Didn't somebody call it in your set? Like that's racist or some shit? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they were being funny. But yeah, oh. I, that's when I was like, "Hey, settle down, Pipe guy." Pipe down over there, lady. <laughs> Only dudes can talk here. No, I think it was a dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stop fucking so people, just, man. Yeah, told Don't him. Assume someone's gender. I didn't. I assumed their sexuality. <laughs> I called them gay. <laughs> I would never assume someone's gender. No, you That's called racist. them. That's racist. TJ, you're so much more woke than yeah. that. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah. No, but this is fun. I can't wait. We have. Did you tell everybody about what's going on with your show? Uh, I mean, that show. I am. That's all. No, because it's not fully ready. Yeah. Okay. Not. It's not fully ready yet. But he's gonna. He's working on some show, guys. That's gonna be a live. It's gonna be this live thing where we're gonna record thing. Well. Clint's going to record things. He's going to be doing shows where people are in a live studio audience. We're not even going to charge anyone to get here. So if you want to sign up, email us, hit us up on Instagram or whatever, or Twitter. He's going to be getting a crowd and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I cannot fucking wait. That's going to be the show. The Clint Esposito show from the dojo. I cannot fucking wait. When is the first one? That's what we're calling it. We don't know that yet. The CES, CES, Maybe. Show? Okay. We don't know when it's going to be either. That's we're filming the skits on uh, not this Monday, the following Monday, the 29th. So then we're going to come up with a date after that. If you get an invite, accept it, come. Because we're not going to have that many people because we have to social distance these things. So if you get an invite, come. Because it's going to be so much fun. And what are we going to do, like once a month? Yeah, probably start with that once yeah. it becomes like a All right, well-oiled machine. Yeah, and it's going to be... Um, I. I've been in the the inside the mind of Clint Esposito, and it's going to be so much fun. It's I can't dangerous wait. place to be. Yeah. All right. Actually, micro dose. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll micro dose it. We'll hit it with a little Adderall. We'll get we'll speed it up a little bit. So speed you guys, it up. There you go. We got to speed Addy. up a little bit. That's the problem All right. right now. Thank you so much. This is great. I love you guys. Have fun. I got to go downstairs to the show. Bye. Oh yeah. All right, people. Thank you for uh, listening. No, it's uh, we're already an hour and twelve minutes. I'm, I've had fun. Do you want to talk about something, TJ? Do you have something? Um, I don't have too much. You want to talk about Biden falling down the stairs? That was pretty funny. I feel bad for him. He seems it's a sad. It's a sad, sad thing. They're just walking this guy out now, and they're like, "Go do your best." And he's like, "I can't even do stairs." Well, no, they're like, "Listen, remember all the shit with Trump going slow downstairs? Yeah, you got to kind of 
go a little fast. You know that's what they told him. And he's like, I'm going to jog up. Go fast? I'm a speed racer. And he falls, and they're just like, God damn it, old man. What's wrong with you? Which one do you think it was out of all seven Joe Bidens? (laughs) I think it was number four. Seems like the real one, right? Yeah, well, the real one's dead. Otherwise, why would they? Why would they get one that was also gonna fall? Well, maybe they put, uh, they put uh, interview question Joe Biden in play for walking Biden, and they just mess it up, mm. and then he fucked up. He went right from an interview. Yeah, and they couldn't. Yeah, yeah. They have one that walks real good. A Joe Biden that walks really good, and he's not. He's the guy. He could have bounded up those. Things. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really have topics. I, I mean, if you want to, it doesn't matter to me. That's all I had. Me neither. Um, Tiffscomedy.com to see the shows. Next week is Levy and... Um, Josh Denny. Josh Denny. And then... Uh, I forgot who the next week is. You'll have to go to Tiffscomedy.com. Then you can see all the shows. I, and I don't have to tell you. Normand. Oh, yeah. 420 is Mark Norman. Hell, yeah, dude. 420 blaze it. Mark Norman's going to be here. You can only come or whatever. with if you're high. The ticket is a joint. That's what it costs. Yeah. yeah. No, I can't. It's weed. I think it's, we need to pay. It, dude, uh, it's uh, legal now. So It is. If you're not smoking, you're kicked out. So. I don't. Yeah. I don't smoke weed. Eat some edibles. Do, I don't come. do drugs. Though. All right. Everybody's. We're getting ready to get out of here. Peace out. Thank you guys that came here. And um, <clears throat> check the site. Come to some other shows.